Welcome to or welcome back to Daisy's Diary Podcast Edition. I am your host, Daisy May. Uh, This episode that you guys are going to listen to is going to be a little bit more laid back and allow us to kind of have a comic relief from what's going on in the world right now. Um, We're going to talk about sex culture, hoe life, how to be a hoe, how to be the best hoe there is, and (laughs) from there just kind of dive a little bit deeper into uh, OnlyFans, my whole story, and and everything in between. So don't forget to follow me at Daisy's Diary Podcast on Instagram and at Daisy's Diary Pod 1 on Twitter to keep up with me. And I hope you guys enjoy. So let's get into the sex positive topic that we have today. Um, First, let's kind of talk about sex culture, because right now in America, we are in a very interesting and weird time when it comes to sex culture. Some people accept it. Some people don't accept it. It's honestly fucking ridiculous because what <laughs> Like, I personally don't not accept it. I watch porn myself sometimes when I'm bored um, and my boyfriend's not here <laughs> and it's whatever. It's a whatever situation. It looks like penises look like penises and vaginas look like vaginas so nothing too crazy that (laughs) is new to me but also things like OnlyFans and thinking about like mainstream celebrities and I would say some YouTubers are also mainstream celebrities are now going over to OnlyFans to make an extra buck and showing their titties or their ass or their uh, vaginas or for Nikocado's sake shaking his belly I don't (laughs) this is the life that we're kind of in now and I'm living for it to be quite honest with you I've been wanting to make an OnlyFans account to sell my feet pics for a hot minute and my feet aren't even that nice and I have feet tattoos so people will probably be able to figure out it was me but do I care do I need to step on like watermelon like how do I make these feet pictures sexy? This is like the life now. Your life could be, my side hustle is OnlyFans where I put my feet in tights and step on foods because that gets people off. <laughs> that's fucking weird. I don't know. So that's where we are in whole culture. And it, honestly, it's it came a very long way. When I was younger and I was a hoe, <laughs> it, was, it was highly looked down upon. And you shouldn't have been a hoe when you're young and trying to be a respectable woman. And that's what really the media tells you. But fuck the media. You can do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to fuck that guy over there, go do it. If you want to have a threesome with those two guys over there, go do it. If you want to have a threesome with that gay couple, go and do it. Like it's at this point, people's ideas of, of sex and the culture that come with it are definitely a little warped, 
when I lived abroad, so I lived in Chicago for most of my life. And then um, I went to college and after I went to college, I, well, during college, I moved to the Netherlands for a half a year to do an internship. And during my internship, that is where I was in the most sex positive place I have ever been in my entire life. Um, being in the Netherlands in Dutch culture is just very sex positive. There's prostitutes on the street in boxes in which you can go and have your pick at which one you would like to have sex with if that's what you're into. You can go, there are probably two or three different sex stores on the street just walking down um, and everyone has sex with everyone. It's very open and fluid and people don't really care too much about relationships. They just want to (laughs) fuck. And um, that's never been me I've never just wanted to fuck okay that all right (laughs) I'm lying to myself that is a fucking lie um I've definitely in college have had some nights where I just wanted to fuck someone and that was it um but I also struggle to be one of those strange hopeless romantics where I want to fuck and then all of a sudden I get feelings. So ladies, let's remember, catch flights, not feelings. Say it again, catch flights, not feelings. Here we go. Something that has always been really interesting to me is the concept of sex offending people and people talking about sex offending people because they put boundaries on it so if you're not married you're not allowed to have sex or sex is a taboo topic because it ruins my brand I watch influencers all the time that you know preach that they're Christian but they are also having sex or they call it hooking up that has always been the fucking most annoying shit I have ever heard in my life. I have never understood what that fucking meant. Hooking up. There are levels to this shit. Like when I was, it's okay. So (laughs) I went to an all white college, a PWI. And people say kissing is hooking up. People say giving head is hooking up. People say them giving them head is hooking up. And then they say fucking is hooking up. And so I never know what they mean. I never, like, it's always a confusing topic for me because we'll be sitting at dinner and your white friends will come up to you and tell you about Johnny that they hooked up with and you don't know what that means. Like, you're saying, so did you suck his dick? Did you, did you, did you guys fuck? Did you, I, I, Sam, I don't know what you're, what you're saying. (laughs) Who's Sam? Um, anyway, so it's just, a very interesting topic because it's almost like brands for some reason can't align themselves with people that have sex which is absolutely fucking ridiculous and people can't seem to think that they can talk about sex or promote sex at all because it isn't their brand but I don't really know what that means either because if you want to promote your relationship how can you not talk about sex like it's almost inevitable. So you just have all your audience sitting there thinking about you and your boyfriend having sex without you just addressing it, without you just saying, yeah, like, you don't have to say we have sex. I mean, I think that's kind of weird, but you can just address it 
in regular conversation or talk about birth control or talk like stuff like that like I'm taking birth control because I don't want to have kids if you said that people would go oh she's clearly fucking her boyfriend or things like that I don't know I understand that sex definitely offends people (laughs) which is really fucking dumb um but also at the same time it's like natural fun exciting I don't know I'm pretty sure all of those things work and honestly I've actually never talked about my sex life either me and my I have two older sisters and I actually never talked to them about sex I think it's very weird and very strange um just because we're siblings uh, and I don't want to think about my sibling having sex so <laughs> let's talk about my short-term eight-year hoe period and I know that a lot of you probably rewinded and was like eight years that's not short and that's fucking short you fuckers because listen to this if literally anybody else let's say men let's let's just let's just throw out men because men um they can be hoes from by the time they were 16 years old until literally they're 36 and it's fine no one says anything I can't be a hoe from like 18 to like six years from 18. What the fuck is that? 24? I think that's 24. Yeah, but still, what then? And I guess I can't really say it's, we're going to say 18 because we're not going to talk about underage sex because that is highly inappropriate and that should have boundaries. So whatever people did when they were 16, we're gonna kind of forget about it um but we're gonna start from 18 because that's the legal age people can have sex so my hoe phase uh didn't start at 18 but we're gonna say it dude and went through college very interesting so when I first got to college I thought I was a hoe so I was trying to be a hoe for sure trying to get some dizzick um all up in my um that's disgusting. Never mind. Um, so <laughs> I definitely was trying to find the best dick around because I was in, I was from Chicago. I didn't have that. That's I didn't really have sex with people that I went to high school with because I went to a small Catholic high school. Everybody was super like not sex positive because they were teaching us in school, like sex is a sin. Um, so you know how that fucking goes. And so when I got to college, it was exciting. It was, it was a time. The first day I got to college, I met my homemates and my goddaughter's mother, me and her are uh, clearly still really close because I'm her daughter's godmother. Uh, And I had ended up meeting a guy that went to my high school. Fucking weird, right? A guy that went to my high school that graduated, like he was a senior when I was a freshman. So he was technically a senior of, of senior age in college, but he was a junior. Does that make sense? I know that makes sense for people that went to college. Um, if you didn't go to college, I'm sure that still fucking made sense. <laughs> I went over there for the first night. It was crazy because he was really from like my hometown. So we really kind of got each other well. We, we really got along very well. And the sex was bomb diggity. Like I was doing things with him that I had never really done with anyone before. Like I let, I did anal, like it was very interesting. At that point, 
after I met him, I didn't have sex with anybody for like a year because he was there. My dorm was, I shit you not, a five minute walk from his apartment. So I would literally, and I do not recommend anyone does this at all. I would literally leave my dorm room at like midnight, one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning because that two or three, maybe because the bar at the end of campus closed at 3 a.m. So I would go to his house when he got home from the bar because I wasn't old enough to go. So I would walk to his house and my friends will always be like, and what the fuck? Like, you're going to get, someone's going to scoop you up and, and take you away. And I'm like, I, five minutes away, five minutes. And that worked for like a year. I would say after that year, me and dude got into it. So me and dude, <laughs> number one advice, continue to catch flights in your life and not feelings. Because if I'm being 1000% honest, um, I fell in love with dude. <laughs> the dick felt made me fall in love. Like it did. It did. I'm, I'm a smoke to that one because it, it did. I bought him Christmas gifts and, <laughs> and I just wanted him to be my boyfriend so bad. I don't even understand why. Like he was kind of cute. He had really bad acne, but he was pretty cute. He had really straight teeth and the dick was pretty good. Um, that's where I'll say, you know, maybe don't understand why you're there. <laughs> understand the purpose of you being there so that's kind of I would say is the start of my whole ship in college so after me and him stopped talking I was fucking pissed so (laughs) I was just trying to talk to like whoever I wanted to at that point so that would mean like I would talk to people from tinder I would talk to people um that I had just met around um, I had a lot of guy friends, so I, at that point I would just hang out with them and, and talk that way. I was more of a tender hoe. Yeah, I was definitely more of a tender hoe than I was like a anything else hoe. Like, I didn't really have sex with people that like knew my friends or like knew who I hung out with because I didn't want people to know I had sex with them. So I was really low key in that area, but my close friends knew like I was a hoe. (laughs) I want to say I from then had sex with like a DJ that was like DJing at the bars and all the parties um and then a um random tinder guy and some frat guys you know you know the deal yeah you know you know how how things happen in college so um, it was really interesting, but when I got to living in the Netherlands is when I started wilding out with white guys, and that was a experience. So if you haven't listened to the first podcast, um, I explained my thoughts and opinions about the recent death of George Floyd from a black woman's perspective. So that is for me to say that I'm a black woman, essentially. So um, I had never slept with a white guy because I think white guys in America are kind of like super fucking weird um, to like try to date or like have sex with. Ugh, I don't know. They just don't know really how to approach women. Um, 
Versus, like, when I was living abroad, white guys would approach me all the time. Like, they really just didn't give a fuck. Like, they were just like, whatever. Like, if I want to sleep with you, I want to sleep with you. So, same thing. I got on, like, Tinder and Hinge. And I think they have another, um, like, app that they use out there that I used as well. And that first time I had sex with a white guy was um, this 30-year-old white guy. I was 21. And he was 30 and he ate my ass for the first time. That was like, I was shook. And he was like super interesting. Like he had a super nice place, was a music teacher and like was super rock and roll, had super long hair. It was a very interesting um, occasion. And he would like treat me very nice and, (laughs) and, and boom, bam. But I think that if you guys want um, sex stories or host stories, um, comment on the post on my Instagram so that I know to give you guys those stories because I can definitely go a little bit more into depth about it. But when I was living abroad, I hadn't felt the shame that I had felt in America for being a host. So when I was sleeping around in college, it was almost like, the girls that I slept around in the culture, like sex culture a few years ago was not nearly what it is now. I didn't want to talk about it. And when I was living abroad and I had met my friends abroad, it was normal to talk about it and it was open and you were, can be honest. But that's just to say that everyone kind of has their whole phase and others never really grow out of it. But if it really makes you mad that someone else is fucking and you're not then or you even are then that's your fucking problem like it's literally who gives a fuck who cares like it doesn't even matter so that was uh, a definitely a really interesting time and from being a hoe you know in college of course when I graduated college I was still a hoe <laughs> And now that I'm living in Florida, um, when I moved down here, I was as well, still a hoe, just looking for someone to fuck. And it was kind of easy. Once I made some friends down here, I just went out to the bar a few times and I would go and talk to guys. Um, And I would also keep guy friends really close to me so that they could teach me how to play the game when it came to guys and how to get guys to pretty much fall in love with you um easy peasy lemon squeezy so i was <laughs> talking to this guy and his name was marcus but i always called him six eight because that's how tall he was and i had met him at a bar so i had seen him when he fucking walked through the door because he was so fucking tall he was taller than everybody else so i was like oh who's that guy right there so, of course, I walk over to him, I introduce myself, and um, come to find out he was from, like, lived in the same town, like, I was living in, and me and him hit it off well. So, when I moved to Florida, he was, like, the only guy I was fucking. And then, uh, there were, like, maybe a few guys in between there, but mostly him. My boyfriend at the time was just my friend. And this, ladies, is how you play the fucking game friend zone every guy you meet friend zone them immediately tell them about all the other guys that you're talking to um because it always works because they always want something they cannot have once you get to a point in your friendship with um the guy you really want to be with i.e my boyfriend currently 
um, then you tell them what, you know, what you want in a relationship, how you are, blah, 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 blah. And when the time is right, lay that pussy on them and make them bitches fall in love. I, I personally think that is the best advice I've given anybody. Mm. I would say that you need to learn the game of dating. And I'll have another podcast episode out on the dating game uh, and how to pretty much finesse guys into falling in love with you. Because I think that that is very important to understand how to then finesse them or make them feel like that they picked you even though you picked them. Because for some reason, guys need to feel like that they've picked or that they won some challenge. Um, and that's not the fucking case. And <laughs> that never will be the fucking case. So definitely would say that is a big thing there that we could talk about. But just don't put in too much effort. Kind of play hard to get. Not too hard to get because that's just too much fucking effort. If you get to lay that pussy on them and that dick is worth it, then maybe put in a little bit more effort to keep them around. Like don't be like fuck you and be ignoring him. Maybe like text them back every once in a while. You know what I mean? So that's probably definitely a good place for us to start. I think that understanding sex culture now and whole life um, and, you know, that kind of aspect of life is definitely really important. And from then going to understand how that really affected my life and how I've gotten to where I am now. Um, has been a key player for sure in growth for sure and understanding who I want to be and how I would like to treat myself. I think the biggest thing for me when it came to whole life was like the self-respect aspect that everyone's talking about. Oh, well, you don't have any self-respect. Well, who made the damn meter for self-respect? <laughs> Why does sex mean that you don't respect yourself? And I think that that is um a huge topic i would love to hear what you guys think about sex culture and if you guys have had your own uh whole period or whole phase and how long that phase lasted for um i'm 23 right now so it hasn't been a full eight years legally um but for my ladies out there that are a little bit older than me or even you know younger than me how long has your whole phase lasted and do you wish it lasted longer i have gotten some interesting emails and dms from uh some folks that are saying that their whole phase lasted all their 20s like i'm I'm too, I'm still too young to not be in my whole phase. Like I should still be fucking. <laughs> so, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, and, and make sure that you comment them on the Instagram page and the Twitter page, tweet me or DM me. Uh, I would definitely love to hear what you guys think. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast about sex and sex culture and taking a break with me. Feel free once again to follow the Instagram at Daisy's Diary Podcast and the Twitter at Daisy's Diary Pod 1. Don't forget to rate this podcast on whatever listening app uh, is your favorite and also share it with friends because it's the only way that this podcast is going to get out is if you share with your friends and I really appreciate your support. 
looking forward to having you guys back for the next episode. Bye.